that's the definition of a real entrepreneur is someone who sees a niche and fills it in a way that has not been filled before. It's mm-hmm. innovative. One, two, three. <laughs> Stand up, girl. <laughs> not break the microphone. Hey, what's up? I'm MJ. And I'm Bree. And we're just a couple of Vegas girls. Living the not so Vegas life. Yeah, but we're not regular Vegas girls. We're cool Vegas girls. Kinda. And this is the Keeping It Casual podcast. Where we talk about everything and nothing all at once. Let's do it. I like when you sang it out. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I love that stupid movie. Welcome, hello. Welcome. We are fire pit sessioning again. This is the first time we have uh, been back in the f- in the fire pit, and I love it that we've I'm got so it excited. On. There's a breeze. It's like what's the what's the degrees out right now? Fall is here. Seventy six. That doesn't even sound right for Vegas. I know your husband was like, "It's eighty five degrees." It's eighty five degrees outside. Seventy six. I know. I know. Uh, we're like bringing blankets out. We're getting the fire pit ready. He's like, "You guys are going to use up all my barbecue grill gas for the yes, damn we, fire pit." Yes, we are, Chris. <laughs> yes, we are. Don't forget, we've got our big alternative babe show. It's going to be a big Halloween show. It's a live podcast event. Saturday, October twenty sixth, live from Pole Fitness Studio. It is going to be us with it's about damn crime and on this day entertainment it is a halloween party it is only five dollars come in costume please come in costume we're going in costume there's going to be a really cool like the winner gets a photo shoot from vegas born photography that's going to be our first place winner um get lashed by jan donated a set of classic lashes to a winner as Ooh, well if you haven't done the eyelash extensions man and she comes to you so yeah we, janelle comes of, to you yeah we've got a lot of cool things and she'll do it for you now so slide into her instagram dm yes so, get lashed by jan vegas um, born photography yeah and if you want to get tickets to this five dollar amazing live podcast event with some really cool babes please go to keeping a and, and thank you sylvia yeah. for being our lovely lovely yes. host hey sylvia she's gonna be uh, an upcoming guest soon so you'll get to know sylvia before yes but tonight Tonight, tonight, we have a guest. We have a guest, you guys. This is one of uh, this is a dear friend of mine. We go way back. We go back to the late two thousands. She is just a really incredible. I'm gonna say boss bitch. Yep, yep. She's an entrepreneur. She is inspiring, Ooh. and um, she's just always led with an intentional, intentional purpose. So, and I, I just love her so much. So, welcome, Paige Elizabeth. Woo! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, tried to get her drunk before we got her on the air. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, let's drink. Pretty buzz. <laughs> Fantastic. I, uh, what did I give you? It's like the new White Claw. What is? Oh, this truly, thing? truly. Have you had one of those? I no, I've not had a White Claw. I've not had a truly. It's a five percent alcohol. I've like, lost my basic bitch card. Though. No, it was the Malibu and ginger ale. Yeah, oh, <laughs> on an empty tummy. <laughs> Ooh. <Yeah. laughs> Come on in, welcome. Have a bevy. Cause uh, you like how me and Bree were like, we're not gonna drink anymore. <laughs> a couple weeks ago and then we were like we're not drinking beer (laughs) (laughs) we're not drinking those calories because we're having um um absolute wild tea it's delicious with a little cranberry it is Paige, you wrote a book and you have a book launching party please tell us what your book is about well (laughs) i have known probably since i was 18 that i was going to write a book and when i decided it was time to launch the keynote speaking or public speaking career it was very clear that you separate yourself drastically if you're an author Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so I was like okay well then that's what we'll do we'll write a book my book is basically it's all the principles that I teach in my coaching 
What kind of coaching do you do? So I do personal success and lifestyle coaching. I wouldn't brand myself so much as a business coach, mm-hmm. although I do work with people who want to start businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really good at getting people started. Yeah. If you're trying to create or um, maybe even get your, your business to like, I don't know, seven figures or something, Ooh. I would refer you out. Yeah. There mm-hmm. are people who do that. Mm-hmm. I'm more of the, you know, getting over the hurdle to make big changes. I love change yeah, and I embrace mm. it well. So that's, you know, kind of my forte is helping people get like whether they just got divorced and they lost their identity or um, they do want to get out of the rat race and start their own business. Yeah. You know, I just help people overcome that obstacle essentially yeah. themselves so yeah. they can actually be who they want to be. Yes. Yes. I'm and here for and it. In y- your book, Leading an Intentional Life, which actually we are uh, going to be doing our winner. So listen later on to see who won our monthly swag giveaway. They're going to get a book. Mm-hmm. Front page, one of her copies, so they can follow along and know who we're talking to. Can you give us your Instagram and also where your book party, your book launch party is going to be? Yeah, so my book launch party will actually be at the William Carr Gallery at the Palazzo. Yeah, oh. October eighteenth from five thirty to eight thirty p.m. We're gonna pop down. It's yep. hosted by um, Desert Audi. Mm-hmm. Ooh, shout out. I've only bought five Audis in my lifetime, so. <laughs> I've only had five. I have a thing. I have a thing for Audis. I have a thing yes. for Audis. I tried a Porsche, tried a Lexus, and I went back to Audi. Um, but, so, yeah, they, they were they were kind enough to be my sponsor. And uh, Instagram, I did get back on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I don't like Instagram, but I'm on there for people who prefer Instagram. Yes. My brand is called The Dharmic Path. That's D-H-A-R-M-I-C, Path. Dharma is, is a Sanskrit word that means purpose. Okay. So I help people find their purpose. So they can find you on Facebook through there as well, right? Yeah, the Dharmic Path or just my personal page, Page Elizabeth. Okay. Perfect. Paige. All right. Can we can we talk about where I where me and Paige met real quick? Oh, yeah. So so I used to teach at this pole dance studio like ten years ago. It had to be almost exactly ten years ago. And this gorgeous bombshell walks in and I had a private session with somebody. And usually at private session I need to really teach them stuff. So she came in as like this badass what, what is the yoga called that you do? Because I always screw it up. Ashtanga. Ashtanga. You're like a master instructor. You're like how many years? 21. Okay. So, you know, she can do the contortion and the silks and the pole. And I'm like, girl, I don't even know what to teach you. Yeah. <laughs> but just the incredible athlete that you are besides everything. I was just like, what are you doing here? So what were you doing there? <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing there? <laughs> Learning how to give lap dances. That's what yeah. The <laughs> that's what I, that's where Jesus. I came in. I was like, she did some trick. I was like, holy mother. I don't even know if I could well, ever do that when Janine one. Janine is your first teacher. Yes. Janine Butterfly. Janine that Butterfly. sets the bar. From Pole Expo. She that was fabulous. You got a lot of shout outs at Pole Expo because yeah. we also uh, published magazine together. Yeah, I actually published a pole dancing magazine, not a stripping magazine, but a pole dancing magazine beautiful. because I saw the creative side of it, the artistic side of it, the fitness side of it. I mean, living in Vegas. Mm-hmm. You have Cirque du Soleil and all this, like, these, these fitness fanatics. And sure, there's strip clubs. But, like, if you ever walk into a strip club, 99% of the women don't know how to do the pole dancing. Yeah. Most people don't know that. Yeah, the, a lot of them are just, like, they pay the DJ so they don't have to get yeah, on the pole. Yeah, they're, they're, they're completely <laughs> clueless. 
So the pole dancing was actually an art form, and I, I really wanted to go into business for myself, and I saw an opportunity. And that's that, you know, I just want to state for the record, that's the definition of a real entrepreneur, is someone who sees a niche and fills it in a way that has not been filled before. It's mm -hmm. innovative. Hell yeah, girl. I'm glad so, you said that. Yeah, no, I'm it. really tired of people saying, like, oh, I work for myself. You know what I mean? I'm an entrepreneur. No, you're not. You're 1099. Mm -hmm. You're not an entrepreneur. <laughs> an entrepreneur is someone that does something unique for the marketplace. Thank you. You. And I saw an opportunity to do something unique for the marketplace. It was a massive learning experience mm -hmm. on so many levels. And at one point, Nicole stepped in, actually, and yes. saved my butt a little bit. I was editor-in-chief. It was a very fabulous title, and I took with pride, <laughs> and I <laughs> rocked the shit out of And I learned how to publish a magazine for the first time. That's so. awesome. To do layouts. A whole different yeah. side of production. And that was a crazy time in my life, moving from Vegas when I worked for Sirius XM. You lived in L.A.? Yeah, when I had my little L.A. stint and. Paige and I were both actually moving there at the same time, and I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And just the stars aligned. She's like, I really need help with this. And I was so available, and uh, we partnered up. And it was really – it was it really meant so much to me, and I really was able to embrace That's awesome. another thing. Well, and then cool. you, you had been in the community for so long. You knew so many people that you could send over to her yes. pretty much, you know. Yeah, the pole fitness community was yeah. just a big, tight – Yeah, I mean, I, I have to thank Janine because I was actually her manager – for almost a year, I did her world tour in 2010. Oh, wow. Mm. And, like, I was the... Here's the other thing. So I was the first manager of a pole dancer. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, I took on that role and then Colette took on um, Felix uh -huh. <clears throat> but I was the first I did her world tour uh, I'll never forget Janine goes I have 30,000 in deposits in my bank account where did that come from and I was like you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> uh, success coach you're you guys uh, slide into yeah. the Dharma so, Cath on Instagram right now <laughs> yeah so that was fun and I met up with her in South Africa for an event that she did and I was like you're going to spend more time down there because it's South Africa and we're going to go on a safari and we did oh i would love that's like a bucket list vacation right there so i met people from all around the world just by managing her that's, that's incredible awesome. you got a bucket list vacation spot of course i do i feel like that safari is definitely on mine next year actually i want to go down to chile i've been to south america i've done argentina oh yeah uruguay brazil peru you did the machu picchu is i did you say it? machu picchu i did <laughs> <laughs> i did with, <laughs> with <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't know. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> it's with one of my exes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I did watch Pichu. Like, I did the whole, like, Sacred Valley, you know, Cusco and everything. We won't name his name, but yeah. No. I've been there. We give them nicknames that we all can refer to them as. Yeah. I have, I have that we speak the up. I have boy. the man child and the British prick. Yeah. The man I have a man child as well. A man child is the one I was telling you about. Actually, wait, you know what? Usually I call him Peter Pan because he ran off to France and never came back. And he wanted me to come with him. And I'm like, I'm not Wendy and this is not Never Neverland. No. You know what's crazy? No, 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 no. I wrote a little story about my ex where I referred to him as Peter Pan. That's funny. It's yeah. Very it, he had the audacity to say to me, like, I think you should ask your father for like $200,000 and we should do a yoga studio here. And I said, if you want to run away from your responsibilities, that's your problem. Oh. I'm done. Wow. Yeah. Why don't you ask your dad to like flow? Yeah. Why don't you ask your daddy? Yeah. <laughs> for $200,000. Are you kidding yeah. me? Bye bye. I was like, wow, my heart on just went. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's. If you that's, have you 
crazy. <laughs> I, I do. I have my poem. Oh, oh. You'll always be my Peter Pan, my Neverland. But if you're Peter, then that makes Wendy. And no, how many? No matter how many times you read the book, how many adaptations you watch, it doesn't really matter because Wendy always leaves in the end. So I guess this is goodbye. <laughs> oh, ladies. These girls, these girls are on the same like chart or something. <laughs> they both did the numerology and the uh, astrology. Yeah, yeah, that's astro- astrology that's, oh no, I love astrology. <laughs> What's your sign, Boo Boo? Uh, my sun sign is Aries. My sun is Libra. My moon is Libra. I don't know what's going. My rising is Cancer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's on. okay. Please. My I, rising is Cancer. My <laughs> Mars is in Libra, and my Venus is in Scorpio. You, Were uh, you born in eighty two? Eighty seven. Okay. Is it like? Is there an astrology sign for every? Every planet? So, no. Okay. <laughs> That's what so it sounds the like way, going the on The way here. your chart works out, it is very specific to where you were born, what time you were born. It's like your thumbprint. Yeah. Okay. It's it's your thumbprint in the stars. So I would need your birth time, your the, your birthplace, your birth this. Because, like, if you were born at 11.52 p.m. in Germany, mm-hmm. it's different than the alignment of 11.52 p.m. in oh. Los Angeles. My yeah, but there's a whole science, though. Like, if <laughs> yeah. you're born between, like, I think 10.30 and 11.30 in the morning, that puts your son in the 10th. House, which is a prominent position, which oh. I have. Oh, oh. See, I was born at eleven oh two p.m. So I was a p.m. baby, like a ten p.m. I was an eleven. I was born at eleven oh two. Just like that's why I get shit done first. <laughs> I was born first. I was born in the morning. I started well, no, the day. I'm an I started Aries. the whole I'm day. I'm an Aries, so I'm the beginning of the zodiac too. So it's me first. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's clear. It's clear. I, it's I, I, I as an air and sign, I, I really love fire signs because they light the fire under my well, ass. Well, you like, know what it is probably that you. I don't know. I no, because I have a lot of water in my chart. So with my air signs, because my chart is mostly air and water. I don't have a lot of earth and fire, and I don't really like earth signs. I'm not really. I don't really get along with earth signs, but my fire signs like. Most of my best friends are Sagittarius, son. Oh, Sagittarius are tough. Chris, see, you, you want to know something Sagittarius. funny? Sagittarius is tough. Peter and Pan was a Sagittarius. And stubborn. she's a Pisces. <laughs> she's a sun Pisces. He's a sun Sag, which are notoriously not meant for yeah. each other. But, my but they're both f- mutable. But they're both mutable. Yeah, my parents. <laughs> no, but you you and can't my shut either of us up. I it's don't know what you're talking about. You and my parents <laughs> remind me of each other so much because... She was born three days after my mom, and Chris was born two days before my dad or something. I'm and her mother. Yeah. <laughs> she is my mother, and Chris is my father. That's funny. And they're re- my, my parents have known, been together wow. since my mom was 13 years old, so I'm really yeah. not worried about your longevity. Thank you. <laughs> that is... That means a lot to me. No, I was just going to say Aries. I like to always make the distinction between Aries and Leo because Mm. they're both very, like, leadership-oriented. Yes. Yes. Okay? I would agree. Here's the thing, though. Aries don't give a fuck if you follow them. (laughs) Leos do. Leos are like, you better follow me. Yeah. You better look at me. Yeah. I feel like... I am the center of attention. Aries know how to grasp on to a lot of people. A lot of people, you know, like, I feel like I always vibe with Aries. Aries are always, like, the vibe. They're like, they vibe with everybody. But they're like, you know, like Leos are peacocks. They're oh. exhausting. Oh, yeah, they are. They're exhausting. We're I've always th- heard that Leos are great in bed. And then I slept with my first Leo and I was like, I thought it was the Scorpios. We Scorpios. <laughs> <laughs> You're Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio Venus. Oh, so. <laughs> so my love life is is empowered by Scorpio. So oh. my love and sex is. 
Scorpio Mars, that would be. I'm a Libra Mars. Is that, that a good one? Libra oh. Mars with a Scorpio. Yeah, Venus. I'm a Libra Mars too. Okay, okay, here's the here's the thing. We're gonna jump into getting to know you with Paige. Yeah. We're gonna start to have some fun because MJ's cutting off our astrology yeah. chart. We're no, not the audience. Not gonna be like they're talking Greek. Not at all. <laughs> I actually that's part of our that's one of our getting to know you questions. So we I figured oh. that would be a funny one just yes. to like kick it off and then we. Oh, can I know which one out. you're talking about. Yeah. You want to kick it off with yeah, that? Yeah, sure. So um, if you were to meet a new person. In, how soon do you ask information to do their birth chart? Oh, right away. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it, is it nonchalantly, or are you like, I need to do your charts, so I'm going to need this, this, and this? No, right away. <laughs> I love it. I wait, right I away. wait, especially if I'm like... And I do have an app in my phone. Like, that shit's done within seconds. Oh, do you use, um, d- which one do you use? Time Passages. Time Passages? <laughs> okay, I use uh, CoStar. Yeah, I have Time Passages. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and I and, and it's great because then I know I already know what I'm getting into. Exactly. <laughs> I, I I don't do that. I should do that. So do your dates. They're like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, all right. We're gonna we're this doing this. This is what this. I need to maybe that's what I'll I I'll do this to. with clients. Because it's something that you really you And I I mean, you know, we'll talk about this in a little bit, but like, you know, the guy who assaulted me, I known him fifteen years. Mm. I do it with enemies. Wow. I got his chart too. And you things <laughs> <laughs> aren't looking good for him in 2020 <laughs> <laughs> no it's crazy because like i'm not kidding i, I will see chart. to it as well no i have his chart i can tell you like what's coming it's crazy because wow. like i've had my chart done too and the person who did my chart predicted that through the summer we would or, or my business venture but that's our business uh-huh. you know would be picking up a lot more momentum. Yeah, it did. It, she read it through my chart. Wow. And she said that... We actually got on the charts. <laughs> we did. And she said that, like, my love life, though I would put a, st- a stall to my love life, mm-hmm. the boys who notice me are going to take a lot more notice and try and zone in on it, though I would put a stall on my love life. Oh. Which is funny because I just keep talking like, ah, I'm not ready to date right now. I'm not ready to date right now. I'm not ready to date right now. You, you know what? I, uh, I was watching some stupid movie or TV show. Oh, it was Bachelor in Paradise. Fuck yeah. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> but he said something profound. And um, it was Dean. He came back to swoop up uh, one of the girls. Anyways, what he had said that he always runs away from it. And he goes, you know, I can't. Like, he pushes away good things. But he says, I can't keep waiting till I'm the perfect person to be ready for a relationship. Like, sometimes you feel like you have this ideal of, like, I have to be here. It's I have n- to do these things before I, like I can. That. I like but he's that. Like, I have to quit waiting to be perfect being this yeah perfect, this and that's actually ideal. in my book yeah that's awesome and, and also just you know you said you were assaulted was this something that kind of took on you writing this book and a no. little bit of like the book had been planned i had hired my ghostwriter like i was ready to hit 2020 or 2019 with the ground running uh january 7th so it was a weekend and this is someone like i said i've known in 15 years on many levels although i have to be honest for someone that i'm not related to and never went to bed with damn we have a lot of karma because there's there's been so much history and yet it's never been romantic and we're not related which is just interesting to me yeah but platonic but i would describe him like a big brother right okay Mm -hmm. i mean there was a time in my life when he really came to my rescue and helped me in a really big way Mm -hmm. this is the last person but the, the thing that was interesting was when it went down it wasn't him 
who assaulted me. And I'm not, I'm not making excuses, mm-hmm. but he had a psychotic break. I mean, even the cops said that like PCP or meth. Oh, mm. Jesus. So we had a mix of, you know, drugs. He hadn't slept in days. Our mutual friends actually checked him into the hospital the next day and put him to sleep. His blood pressure was so high, apparently. Yeah. So and um, fuck around I believe meth. there, I believe there was some undiagnosed bipolar. Hmm. Yeah. Well, and I, I think you can't, tra- any, when it comes to meth, like if you have a, a friend, I've had a friend that was on it and just and you watch them deteriorate it just you slowly start to notice but also it's just like that's not your friend anymore once they're nope. taking something like that it becomes a whole different person it well, is the per that's not even them and you he know? spent new year's in miami and he mentioned because i saw him the night before the assault my girlfriend and i were at his house and he was like look at my ferrari look at my new big house mm-hmm. i put oh, two hundred thousand no. in renovations in it he was really you got excited. ferrari money and but meth money and Ooh. yeah and a Le- and lamborghini and Rolex. I'm like, Jesus, okay, wow. like life is good for you wow. right now, right? He blacked out and they, they found him at the wrong hotel. Oh, wow. Oh. But this was like the first time that had happened. Mm-hmm. And this is someone who didn't have a drinking record. He didn't drink at all, hmm. but it looked like he was going through some midlife stuff. He just cracked. So there was a lot of like demons that were coming out. And I just realized that, oh my gosh, like this is what happens when you suppress pain for a lifetime. And then you get the right cocktail. And when when he looked up at me, I, I looked in his eyes, you know, he's in a hypervigilant mode and I've practiced like presence and observation for a long time. So I'm just being really present. Mm-hmm. I'm noticing every little like thing that's happening in that moment. So he was like extremely manic. Yeah. And yeah. I thought to myself, oh. okay, does he have a split personality that I've never met? Wow. Wow. And then when he looked up at me because his head was to the side he'd passed out and woke him back up it was a really weird I've never seen him fall asleep I've never seen him tired the whole evening was weird in his eyes and I'm very metaphysical I've been metaphysical my whole life I looked in his eyes and they were black yeah that's that drug like I was like okay great I'm dealing with a demon brace yourself because you're about to get a beating like I saw it wow you just saw like he just turned oh that is disgusting and scary I you get you can't even be around like that's not even somebody you can comfort or be there for yeah, or be and it, around. I mean, it's almost like you have to remove yourself from that. You know, it's just like, well, and I'm thinking, no how do I get down. to safety? Yeah. And I'm trying. And he's like, you're not going anywhere. I said his name. Like, are you okay? And he goes, what? You don't believe me? And he slugged me. And oh I fell backwards. God. And then I looked up and saw in his eyes. And I was like, oh, great. We're dealing with a demon. You don't negotiate with evil. Here we go. I mean, if I hadn't spent a lifetime practicing metaphysics as well, then I probably would have been 10 times more scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've learned how to actually deal with the dark side. Like, yeah. I've had classes in it. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. here we go. My first instinct was to try and break him of his psychosis. And I was screaming. It didn't work. So then I thought, okay, plan B, play along. And I was like, you're right. You're God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he oh. goes, that's right. I am God. Now oh. you get it. That's wow. a scary, scary. That's what. That's where meth will take people. Yeah. And he backed off, right? And I grabbed my shit and I ran. He ran after me. Out of the house. He caught up to me as I was picking, trying to get the lock. Like, I mean, I'm frantic trying to get out of the house. And then into the street, and he's beating me in the street, and I'm screaming, and I'm fumbling from my phone. Meanwhile, I dropped everything except my phone and ran out of the house, and I'm trying to call 911. I put the phone, I did, I called 911. I put it in my pocket, though, mm-hmm. so they could hear mm-hmm. while I'm trying to get him off me. And luckily, the neighbors, two very large men, thank started to peacock on him and was like, Thank God. What yeah, are you doing? God. And he backed off me. Jesus. Yeah. Girl. Big I lost a okay. lot of hair that night. Like I, I, I like a good hair pulling, but not like that. And you got a lot of 
the hair. You yeah. got good hair. She's got good she Disney princess good hair. hair. Thank God you're okay. And yeah. like, and that just anybody dealing with anybody who's in any kind of taking too many drugs and they're acting like a, a, a psycho, you got to get out of there. That's not for you to, you know what well, I mean? Well, because like, the you thing is, get out of there. I, that's I mean, dangerous. I don't, you know, I don't want to get into like different belief systems, but here's the thing. Like there's different vibrations that exist in this world. And like, if you leave yourself vulnerable, things get in. Mm-hmm. And that's really what happened to him. It wasn't like it was my friend who was doing this to yeah. me. So this is this all happens in the middle of you writing your book. I so did it change like the trajectory of like your where you were going? Like I'm sure you had an idea of what you wanted to write. Uh, maybe it unfolds as you do that. I'm, I'm I've never well, written a book. Well, so the but. interesting thing is, and I love my ghostwriter because she's she's really on point like me as well. We get along great. The next morning, I was at the doctor's office. I totally spaced that we had an appointment. She's out of Ohio, and she called me, and I said, "Oh my gosh, I was assaulted." And she literally said to me, "She goes, whatever it is that you have to get out in the world is like such a threat. Obviously, the only way that you could be taken down was physically at this point." Wow. Because I've actually been doing the the Ho'oponopono forgiveness meditation with him, hmm. which I found to be very effective. Holding and on, because holding on to resentment yeah, sucks I and d- it hurts. No, and I, and it's I don't, so heavy. I'm not holding a grudge. Right. Well, I can hear the way that you're talking about him that, like, this happened. It was, it was a fucking scary and terrible and frightful mm-hmm. thing, but there were things that I could see what led to it. If I had a bunch of, like, old wounds that needed to be dealt with to move on to be free, I feel like the assault really took the last pieces of it. Like, it brought to the surface, because I did go through, not depression, but I felt stuck. Mm -hmm. It was like I just was living in between worlds for a few months Mm -hmm. as the old trauma from my childhood was like, oh, now we can come out. Now we can come out. And I, you know, I've been seeing a therapist and we've been doing EMDR and it's fabulous work and clearing it has just left me like the way I see things now is so different. I don't want to hold any grudges for my own health and well-being. Yeah, Yeah. understand. You you know what it is? It's just forgiveness. Everybody, everybody deserves it. Doesn't mean you have to still be with him or hang out with him or let him in your life. It's just like it's almost like you're you're letting yourself just forgive that and that's that's big that because that's hard this assault is in the book so as the book continues like what do you want people to like take away from it I would say the two biggest things that like as far as feedback has gone people really like the the whole way I talk about change Mm -hmm. they like the way I talk about Mm self-love because Mm -hmm. the problem that most of us have is we're like let me just do this first and then I'll be lovable Yeah. Let me get this done first and then I'll be okay. That's a, that's what I was saying earlier with like the I have to be perfect before I can when, when you have somebody standing in front of you like I accept you and your flaws and all and I want to be with you on this journey whether you're starting from the bottom and coming up or you're at the top of your game like I just want to be with you wherever I find you and that's No, and it's it's really powerful. It's, it works backwards and I actually I talk about this in the book so it was two years after my brother died of a heroin overdose yes and I had just I'd lost everything and Mm. I was still blaming myself and I thought wait but I didn't do this like why am I blaming myself Mm -hmm. for not being able to hold it together yeah but I'm not the one that actually created the avalanche Mm -hmm. and I remember just being too tired like Miss Fitness over here got to be perfect you know (laughs) and I remember just being like I don't have the energy to hate my thighs today Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah I just don't even have the energy so I'm just gonna have to love them as they are and it became one of those like aha moments that just like spiraled into a new way of being 
you know, it's hard. It's hard to bounce back, especially when you've hit so many lows. You know, you lost mm-hmm. lost your brother having an assault with that, you know, with with a dear friend. That's even stranger than that happens in relationships and partners. But like just to show that, like, I'm still here. I'm pushing forward. We can't control all this crazy shit that happens to us. But it's like, and am I going to take this and make an excuse for all of the shit that? Well, and the thing I let that happen I, in my life or I'm going to take this and be like, let's do something about this. So people really, really love holding on to their pain and then they wonder why things don't get better. So if you're vibing victimization, that's what you're going to get is more reasons to feel victimized. That was a really hard thing for me because we all love our shit, right? We're all like, no, really. Like we all like to feel sorry for ourselves for one reason or another. But I the know. reality is that like no one or nothing out there on the energetic plane is giving us sympathy it is giving us exactly what we're vibing but it's not actually like oh yeah you poor thing i i I fall into that and then i have to slap myself out of it you know i'm like oh um, do you know you just have a frustrating day or whatever you're just like god everything sucks this is not working out and i hate this and everything everything it's could be one little thing that's one little extra thing you could couldn't take that day and then (laughs) suddenly your whole world's upside down and you just feel so sorry and sometimes you just have to snap yourself out of it and what helps me is like seeing people that like I'm like usually watching Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> but just like seeing something you're like, oh God, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Where's my wife? Well, Where's my one true love? Off. Shut up. <laughs> but it's such a turn off. Once you really realize mm-hmm. that like totally your mindset dictates your reality completely. It's like if you if you want to play that game with yourself, like I suck at relationships, wow, 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 there's no good men out there. Well, okay, yeah, if you keep saying that. And the whole thing about self-love, and I talk about this in the book, unconditional love, not romantic love, because there's a difference. Romantic love tells a story from the egoic level. Unconditional love is an energy that consumes and swallows everything whole like water. So it diffuses defensiveness. It diffuses pain. It diffuses inner walls. It diffuses everything. My whole thing is trying to teach people to love themselves and to be authentic. And you become powerless at that point. Nothing can hurt you. Wow. That really spoke to me in the way of like Chris, you know, like it's like, is everything so romantic here? Absolutely not. There's a lot of ideals that I would love to them to be but it really is just like a well, bond of unconditional accepting each other's shit and riding out when and we how both many times have i worked off. with a client who's <laughs> like who's like seeking that romantic thing and i'm like i'm sorry but when you come home and you cuddle with your cat is it romantic no it's unconditional love though but it is unconditional <laughs> love okay you, like so can we like differentiate here mm-hmm. like can we drop the roses you know what i mean and the walks on the beach like i'm not a romantic yeah. I'm not a romantic either. Yeah. yeah. I'm not into it. I like, I, I describe myself as a hopeless romantic, but to me, romance is like, let's watch a scary movie together. No, like, if my guy was, was your love like, language. yeah, if my guy tried to sweep me off my feet, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, like I'd laugh at him. I'd be like, "That's well, cute." You know, you know what? Let's let's <laughs> let's switch let's switch gears here for a minute. We're going to talk more about where they can find your book and some of your services they can get at the end of the show. But a love language is something we always love to. It's very interesting. So, what what is your love language? Hey, what's up? It's MJ. And And Paige. <laughs> it's time for our monthly Keeping It Casual swag giveaway. I'm so excited. Yeah. Guess what you're getting this month? Ooh, Paige, tell them, tell them. I decided to give away a copy of my book, yes. signed. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes, it ca- is. And it's called Leading an Intentional Life, and it's just to inspire and empower and get you on to the next. 
And like we said, we never take anybody's names out of our drawings. Oh no way! So if you haven't been, if you've been on there forever and you didn't get a you didn't get a swag yet, guess what? I actually pulled one from November of 2018 this time. Wow, I love this. Yes, um, yeah. So if you want to get in on the swag giveaway, it's the last Wednesday of every month. Just rate and review on Apple Podcasts. All right, Brie, who's please? Who do, who do we can get? we get a drum roll? November 29th, 2018. Lauren, amazing five star review. I love this show. I never miss an episode they are so funny together they make me want to invite myself into their click mm. definitely give this baby a listen girl you're part of the click oh love yes it. part of the fam isn't that cool yeah I, I love all the positive feedback yes. we haven't got any shade on our reviews yet but i'm surprised we haven't i'm okay here it comes this week <laughs> <laughs> no, no 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 like i really am but um yeah so thank you lauren um go ahead and give us an email uh feedback at keeping it casual podcast send us your address we're gonna send you pages book and it's signed and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. How do how does somebody really show you, make you feel loved? Um, for me, it's definitely it's not through words. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would say it's more through action. And I think one of the most important things for me, and I think this is actually true for most people, consistency mm-hmm. is essential. If you're looking for something that's solid, you need to look for consistency. Yeah. Okay. And whatever it is that you're trying to receive. We are a, a relationship and sex podcast, so we love to get perspectives from all kinds of different outlooks. So you ready to play some uh, how would you proceed games? Sure. So we'll give you some uh, sexy, silly scenarios, and you can just uh, we'll give a little feedback. We'll give a little it. feedback. Okay, go for it. You find out your boyfriend is cheating on you. Ugh. You meet the girl he's cheating on you with. How do you proceed, not knowing if she knows who you are or not? Oh, I would make friends with that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And what what would you do? What like how would you find out if she knew? Like what would that be like? Your boyfriend's cheating on you. You know it's her. You don't know if she knows or not. Like how does this work? I would say I'm pretty good intuitively. I'd probably mm-hmm. figure it out real quick, but um you'd make friends with her. I like I'd make that. friends with her and then I would be like, "Babe, I got this new friend." Mm-hmm. Let's bring her over for a threesome. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. So you meet a guy at a bar you're totally vibing hard with and you're really into him. Um, it's been like an hour and all of a sudden he's got to get up and pee. He gets up to pee and he is like five foot tall. He's so short. Do you still sleep with him? No. <laughs> Because oh, I'm not, because no. I'm, I'm not going to marry someone who's five feet tall. So no. <laughs> no, but what if they were just like a gen, genuine shorter than you? No. No, I'm too short. shorter. No, how tall are you? I'm five three. Yeah, I'm about the same. Yeah. I'm five foot, five foot to five one. So no, I don't, I don't party with shorter <laughs> men. <laughs> I don't think I could either. I don't know. There's definitely some hot girls out there for the shorties. Another hot guy scenario that you're totally into and totally feeling. And all of a sudden he unzips his pants and he's super bushy. Would you just pass? Tell him you want to take a sexy shower and maybe shave him and clean him up a little bit? Or hooray for bush! <laughs> I just don't, I don't think guys manscape as much as you'd I imagine. I actually, I'll be honest. Like, okay, like if it's a total jungle, I might not want to look. Mm. But... <laughs> You're not getting my balls. You're not getting those balls in my mouth if you don't trim them. I would be like, ooh, this is a nice view. But (laughs) if it's just like you could tell, like, he doesn't do any kind of grooming at all. Like, I'll be honest, though. Like, I'm not into guys who over groom. 
neither yeah, way. I oh, can't stand it. Okay. Like, I'm like, I'm the girl here. Stop it. I, I, I feel the same, same way. I have I had a guy that I'll talk about. I, he shaved his chest, and I think I was laughing with Chris about this once, but he had shaved his chest, and I remember him, like, being on top of me with my chest. Did he and, give like, you it was burn? Like, it was like a four-day stubble or something. I'd never felt anything like that before, and I was like, holy shit, ouch, this is awful. <laughs> Get lost. Yeah, I had like, an ex that shaved every single inch of his body oh. and was so critical of any anyone who didn't shave everything i'm like you shave your legs and your like your armpits you're weird oh and it just the stubble He's like, I just hate hair the stubble was insane i was like this hurts i like chest hair on a man i do too trim it Not though like, yeah trim, just trim everything i just like groom i like a little bit of chest hair little little fuzzy fuzzy i don't know maybe it's because i'm an aries i could really care less really you'd take it all i i think when it comes to like you gotta j- i'm gonna quote my take, aunt take a little i'm shaver. so glad he's hairier than me <laughs> <laughs> no, that, maybe that's me. True. My aunt said that. Yeah, no, I like, I, I think that like my type is like not skinny dudes with dark hair and beards. Like that's really my type. I don't like super skinny guys. Like I don't like skinny guys, which is weird because my ex is like a tall, skinny white boy. <laughs> so not my type. I like hair on a man. Yeah. I like a deep voice. Yeah. Mm. I, do, I don't like when a guy has a little bit of a lisp. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, like, have you come I, across this recently? No. I. This is just <laughs> me being the bitch that I am. Before I go on a date with you, I have to talk to you on the phone because I have to hear if you have like a nice voice or not. Like, because if you don't have a voice that I could be around, voice is everything for me. So ugly, but if you're British and have that accent, I'm like, wow, you just got really good looking Uh, all of a sudden. You two are so much. I love. I'm sitting across from from a pair of double double (laughs) double planets here. However, you chart it up. Love me a good British man. Oh my gosh! Like when British men start talking with that accent, I'm like. Hi, I I remember working at Pure. Panties like, drop. Like you, like you didn't know who people were for, where they were from, and and then you go to introduce yourself at your tables. Yeah, and they'd be like, "Hi," with that, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, hi." Like all of a sudden, I'm like, hi. "Yeah, you're my type." <laughs> hey, you just, I just turn went, around. I'm gonna spend more time over here tonight. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I just went on vacation with a with an Australian man, so that was lovely. I don't like Australian accents. His isn't fun. that deep. His isn't that deep. His isn't like blocky. His is more. His, <laughs> His is more British, actually. No, his, it's definitely the British. His is very, like, transcontinental, but still very sexy accent. Ooh, I love it. Okay, let's keep going. Okay, so I have another one. I want to do a couple of Would You Rathers, because we had so much fun doing Would You Rather. Would You Rather? Would if, You Rather? What if he didn't have a list, Brie, but he just he'd talk like, <laughs> like, like Elmo Fudd? You <laughs> <laughs> I think I think MJ's been watching too like, much. Do you like the Guidos from Jersey? Do you like that accent? No. Keto Guido. Keto Guido. <laughs> would you rather? Would you rather? Would you, no, I ain't about that. Would you rather that, go like, to the bar or do you want to go to the movie? What do you want to do? <laughs> MJ's been watching way too much Jersey Shore. I've been watching way too much television in general. Like it's it's not good. Okay. Would you rather? Let's okay. do it. Go. Uh, let's do a few. Okay. Oh, let's start from the top. This would, is a good one. Would you rather make out on a bed with no sheets? Or on a dirty bedroom carpet. You know, like a, when somebody just just a mattress. Oh, that creeps me out. <laughs> they don't I have like a bed sheet or a fitted sheet. If it's my mattress, what no, do I care? No, no, this no. No, this is this is not your mattress. <laughs> yeah, their mattress or a dirty bedroom carpet. They have it vacuumed or there's no sheet. <laughs> 
I'd probably like, still where to- rather be on the mattress. Me yeah. too. I'm like, I guess you know, the wall. <laughs> the but, position. but see, like people people are always surprised. Like I slept on an overnight train in India with roaches. So I Ooh. my threshold is Okay. Mm. All right. She's like, the bush is fine. I've been on a cockroach. I'll sleep with your no sheets. I can tough it out. We're good. It probably wouldn't be the Amtrak. I can make in it India. work. <laughs> okay. Would you rather give up masturbating for an entire year or sex for two months? Sex for two months. Same. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hold me back from my own desires. <laughs> well, no, it's not only that. Like, I've gone, I've been, cel- I went celibate for five years. Well, I'm married, so, well, we have, it hasn't gotten that. Nicole's like, that doesn't really mean much. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but in the in the amount of two months to just like hold out okay, so I can like, masturbate honestly, for a honestly, whole year, it's, it's worth it. Been, I, I haven't had sex in a month, so I could go another month and just continue, you know. I had my boobs done. I wasn't allowed to be touched for six weeks. <laughs> oh, jeez. Two months is. is easy. We need to make it like, we're going to have to fix this next time we play. I didn't play wait the, the whole six weeks, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying like I was supposed to. Two yeah. months. We're all grown women. We're like, we ain't got time for all the sex like we did in our 20s. <laughs> yeah. like, it's not like I have to bang my boyfriend five day, five times a day to keep him satisfied i told my oh client God. today i High kid you not mentality. i had a moment i had to be honest with her i was like girl <laughs> someone's thinking about me right now when that happens it's like really hot down there and all <laughs> i, I want to do is like pause our session and go masturbate <laughs> <laughs> that's all i want to do right now i love it i Could you love imagine it. if you were like in some kind of session with somebody they're like hold on i'm getting a vibe and i have to take five <laughs> Give me one minute. <laughs> Only Let's with go to the bathroom. They're like, you're like, okay. You're, True story. You're right back. It's just like, zzz. you're like, is she fucking masturbating in there? That's why the toys are so quiet now. <laughs> My wand is not very loud at all. Nobody would ever know I was masturbating. Oh, the wand. Except I, for my I gifted mine to my sister. <laughs> Damn her. My my Christian mom is partially helping move my house because I'll be in Italy. Mm-hmm. Oh. My house closes. I'll be in Italy. They're moving for me. Oh, jeez. Oh, and geez. I'm like, where do I put the vibrator? <laughs> in your so suitcase. Mom doesn't find in it. your suitcase to, uh, on the way to Italy with you. <laughs> to Italy, girl. Take it to Italy with you, Are girl. You kidding? She can find anything else in my house. <laughs> my mom can't find that. Bring the vibrator. Bring the vibrator with you. I bring sex toys on vacation all the time. I, I don't get, I get caught no. in customs. Or, I, okay, you know when I, mean? I went to TSA, Aus- when like, I went to Australia, this. they they did I they dug through every single all every pair of panty I owned and every vibrator I had with me and wow. some anal beads and everything. <laughs> I was just like, eh. well, what and the a- guy the guy pulls out one of my vibrators and he goes, oh, that's an expensive one, isn't it? <laughs> and it was. It was like a $300 vibrator. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yes, it is. You're like, hell yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, awesome. I I, we could you- go off about uh, vibrators. Okay, here we go. Would you rather have foreplay without penetration or penetration without any foreplay? You foreplay without penet- penetration. I feel like I do that all, on a regular basis. Oh, you're just like, get mine. I'm going to bed. Are you, are you pulling that boss move? Interesting. I don't know how to answer this question because I don't think I could have penetration without foreplay because I don't think I'd get wet enough. Oh, no, no. I could. Yep. <laughs> like, I need a little bit, even if it's just like, I, I honestly, like, it doesn't even necessarily have Oh, to there you are. Okay, come here. Paige is horny right now. <laughs> I'm like I I can get like I can, I can get turned on from just like going down on a guy or something, but like yeah. that's still foreplay. Sometimes though, if me and Chris are throwing eyes for a while and like you know the kids are distracted and we can just like run in the room quick and just have a quickie like a hot quickie like penetration. No foreplay is sometimes fine. But the eyes are foreplay. 
there's always a little bit of buildup to it. Mm-hmm. And I could like anything can be foreplay and not necessarily like just going down on each other. Cause, That's like, true. Anything can be foreplay. Yeah, me thoughts just, oh. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. Be excited. Well, so, sometimes I'll, I'll listen to like uh, Sex with Emily on the way mm-hmm. home or something. I love that podcast, and they're just talking about like dildos and vibrating, and you know, just being a woman and playing with yourself. And I'm like, on the way home, I'm like, he's gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it just like switch my brain all of a sudden. I'm like, oh. <laughs> when I was um, when I was doing such sex education classes when mm-hmm. i was teaching sex education class ex- sex education classes not just doing it on a seriously <laughs> get yeah. it together. i can't get it together tonight with the get it together i can't do that <laughs> so when i was te- <laughs> when i was teaching sex education classes the first thing i told all my women in my classes is the one thing standing between you and your greatest sex life is your brain because your brain is your biggest sex organ. No, 100%. Like, I was really excited mm-hmm. when I finally found my G-spot. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Was it with a toy? It was. A man? Mm. No, it was with a toy. Ah, yeah. But, see, here's the thing. And as, as an Ashtanga practitioner, uh-huh. we do, it's not just kegels. It's like a deeper form of kegels. So mm-hmm. you actually pull the vaginal muscles in and up, mm-hmm. like deeply. That's how I found my G-spot. And then when I started doing that during sex, they were like, seriously? Yeah. When you clench, do the little clenching? It's oh, not just clenching. Yeah, it's like, pulling? like I'll pull that thing deeper. <laughs> <laughs> Like for I, extra, I for extra price, she will give you the tips on that as well. <laughs> I'm doing mine. Well, some sex in the city. Oh, you've never done kegels, darling? I'm doing mine right now. Yeah, so the Joes. I'm doing yeah, mine right no, now. it's more than kegels. <laughs> but like, you know, if you're if you're a serious acrobat or, you know, a dancer, then you probably kind of understand that pelvic mm-hmm, floor work. It's mm-hmm. deep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the, when I started hot Pilates, they'd be like, squeeze your kegels. Uh, yeah, that was that's hilarious. OK, go ahead. Would Bri. you rather have sex doggy style for the rest of your life or missionary style for the rest of your Ugh. life? Just oh, conforming that's... to one position the whole time is like, shoot, we know. I know. <laughs> We're like wrestling in there. (laughs) That's a tough one. Because missionary is a bit more intimate, but doggy feels better. Yeah, I like doggy. I I like doggy too. Here's something interesting I didn't really realize until I was pregnant. Um, And maybe I'm just never really cared to know but uh the doctor was like yeah you know everybody's like uterus points she goes oh yeah they point all different ways yeah they point up they point back to the side like that's why there's tilted uteruses and everything yeah yeah, and that's why there's like you know cocks that (laughs) point all over you just have to find your match that really find your penis match yeah so you may maybe you love doggy style with somebody and you don't love it with your partner now that's why well size has a lot to do with it oh yeah oh yeah because (laughs) i know (laughs) i'm probably going to be the crazy one here but if they I'm a small girl. If they are too big, uh huh. Oh yeah. I can't stand doggy style if they're too big. It hurts. <laughs> like they're hitting that cervix. Like yeah. I and it, is it, it weird that I like that pain? <laughs> So there's, there's some weird psychological fuck up. Maybe I watched too much porn growing up or something. I don't know. Turny movement too. Like he'd be really deep and like kind of like helicopter. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, I was I was into that. And then he would like go back to thrusting, and I'd be like, no, no, do that that spinny thing again. Do that thing you did again. Do that. Keep just he keep was, doing that. He was doing the you. coconut trick on you. He was doing the <laughs> coconut <laughs> trick on me. We brought this up in the last couple episodes, but Bree taught us a few episodes. Do you know what that is? No. When you're riding them, you spell out coconut with your hips. Oh. I love the look on people's faces. They're like, the what? And they're like, oh, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of helicoptering going on there. But 
into the... you is where they really get into it. Because uh, you're, you're, you're helicoptering, <laughs> and then you whoop, whoop, whoop. We're sitting here doing our Kegels, doing helicopter trips. Paige just left. She's going to masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We're going to do rapid fire, Sorry, guys. I have a very Fuck high sex yeah, drive. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I think all three it. of us sitting here on the mics, too. Oh, yeah. We, love we do to a sex relationship sex. advice podcast. <laughs> That's how we talk about is sex all day yeah, long. Have you ever had to call the client sex. to go rub one out? I would like, not. No. No. no I but haven't. I respect that you are <laughs> like, yes. My God. I kind of like, I wish I could now. It I was just, that distracting. It was that distracting. I was like, I need to just be honest about something right now. I love that. I mean, the bathrooms at work are kind of gross, so I wouldn't want to go rub one out in them. Uh, I would love to, like, my dream would be to, like, have a boyfriend that lived near my job so we could just go have a quickie, a quick nooner and then I could just go back to work. Uh, that's probably when we used to do stuff like that. Now uh, it's like, mm, who knows? <laughs> dream. You ready for some rapid fire? Sure. It always never goes rapidly, though. We have to dive into the convo, but silly, fun, sexy. Jammies are nude. Oh, jammies. <laughs> when you're hanging I have to sleep with jammies on. I don't. When I'm by myself, I sleep nude. You know what I did? I always take off. I always like to have no shirt on. I like to have. <laughs> my, my big thing is like, I can even sleep with a shirt on. I don't like having panties on when I sleep. Yeah. I like to air out. <laughs> I like to air it all out. Like, the best way for me to relax is fill in the blank. Masturbate. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Stre- instant stress relief. You know, you're just like, get, get high and masturbate. Yeah, if, I can't, if I can't fall asleep, absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 Sleep's like the best. Oh, of I life. love that. Falling asleep with it, like, right there. I honestly yeah. like. <laughs> I honestly like, like I wait, you wake up you get your vibrator <laughs> and like your Twitter porn or whatever you're looking at. Fuck Twitter porn. Um, <laughs> there's some good two minute videos. You're it's like too okay. short for me. It's too short for me. <laughs> I'm a mom. I'm a mom of two. I got busy. Well, you know what's crazy? Like my my last Give me month. The gifts. <laughs> my last month of no sex. I wasn't masturbating either. I honestly like came for the first time in a month, like two nights ago, and it was the most amazing fucking thing ever. Sometimes you forget you have that accessible to you. You know, you're like you're or, walking around, you're all grumpy and cranky and shit. Go masturbate, would you? Well, <laughs> licking each other in public, hot or not? Not. <laughs> Why are you licking each other? Stop. Why are you licking each other? Don't. Stop licking people in public. PDA's fun and sexy but like no, no just a little classy. pda like a little like kiss on the cheek or something like i don't want to see you guys like or fondling each other's like if you just keep fondling his cock or he just keeps grabbing your pussy like no yeah like if you do like a sly ass grab that nobody sees that's a little hot that's even hot as somebody sees you know you look over you're like oh but i like doing straight. the eye thing yeah oh the eye fuck uh-huh see yeah. i told you i told you guys. i like the eye thing <laughs> you guys have a lot in common and i love it <laughs> So much. <laughs> she was so, she was saying something like, "When you see a hot guy, what do you do?" I said, "You send him the eye fuck." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got some great advice on uh, actually like approaching people because when you're dating and stuff, and you know, dating apps have to be annoying and yeah, it's just weird now. Like, can you just meet somebody normally? It's like, how do you even approach people now? People no. are just like, "Get back!" But um, what did Leanne say? She said something like, "If you see somebody that you're interested in, go co- go give them a compliment. Compliment them on something, whether it's their shoes or their hair, their I'm smile, their eyes, da- and then walk Here's away." Here's the thing: I'm not a fan of dating, and I've never done it. Uh oh. oh. Like we've always been friends, acquaintances, something uh-huh. first. Mm-hmm. And even if they try to date me, I'm like, yeah. you're going in the friend zone. Yeah. 
Oh, and then oh. We'll and then it and it's so that I can see who they really are. All right. Interesting. Yeah, and I find that it works much better because then you're not dealing with like all these surprises later. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I mean, I've always said if you're going to spend the rest of your life with somebody, it might as well be one of your best friends. Yeah, plus I'm not a romantic. Mm, me either. Like, don't put on a show for me. I want to know who you are. Okay. Yeah. And that's one thing, good solid advice. Yeah. Get to know no, people. One thing that my clients do, and I, and I get this all the time, they, they'll go on dates and they're like, oh, I really hope they like me. What about... Do you like them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, why don't you interview them? Do they have the qualities that you're looking for? Yeah. Do you know what you're looking for? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, this is why what... are you being interviewed so much? Why don't you decide <laughs> if like they even make the cut? I yeah. like that. Yeah. But th- I mean, this is why they're coming to you because they need help through that. I mean, the way I look at it is like once all the hot, sexy sex and everything goes away, you need somebody who's going to be your bingo partner for the rest of your life Seriously. too. Seriously, mm-hmm. if I don't have someone that I can laugh with, exactly. Oh, our producer out here our producer saying we need to wrap it up he's saying okay ladies let's get the wrap on because the child the children are eating you alive in there no oh they're never bad when it's just him are they oh you took a walk down the street uh-huh <laughs> they took a stroll oh god because it's so beautiful outside it's beautiful all right but before we go we have one more rapid fire yes question. it's a very important one the package check do you <laughs> ax- do you do the accidental brush over <laughs> the back it up <laughs> or they just wait for the surprise <laughs> do you check the dick over the pants or do you wait for them to drop the pants <laughs> truthfully i i make sure i like them so much that, that the dick that, like, doesn't matter it just doesn't matter oh <laughs> i do the pants brush i don't care <laughs> I just backed it up on Chris. Yeah, you know what I mean? I know my my types. I know my types. You can tell a lot from the hands and the feet. I feel like if you're attracted to their hands, (laughs) I feel like if you're attracted to their hands, too. I don't know. Like, I always tell Chris he has, like, nice hands because, I don't know, I always just picture them, like, holding. Being manly and doing manly things. Like, holding his... That's probably why he he knows I always like creeping on him when he's peeing because I like watch him just holding him in his hand. Paige is confused and she's. <laughs> she told me one day she goes, "I think it's hot when my man pees," and I went, "What?" <laughs> I was like, be one standing of those... there holding on to it, like, "Yeah, dude, <laughs> it's very manly." Yeah, this might be one of those areas though where, like, if I'm trying to legitimately <laughs> make a connection. <laughs> I'm going to make that connection first. Oh. Interesting. So I'm not let down. Mm-hmm. Or I can just love them as they are. That's a lie, Chris. What'd you say? He said it's not the size of the boat. It's the motion of the ocean. Oh, I thought he said something about sex in the ocean. I was like, nobody wants that. Okay. For me personally, An girth, octopus girth just is comes more out important than length. Yeah. That's true. Actually, because technically most women, most of their... Um, nerves are going to be in the first two to four inches and that's where it's going to feel the yeah. best so you want more girth than you yeah, do yeah girth is Just definitely more important than like <laughs> shut the fuck up chris <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what is he talking about cake over there oh my god mm-hmm. a can- that would be weird no you're not a tuna can size but like <laughs> a skinny dick would be so weird <laughs> Like, I'm not a fan of skinny dicks. <laughs> no, no. I don't think I've ever seen one in person, but the thought of one really, like... Or, like, a yeah. short, like, just tuna can. Weird. <laughs> short and stubby. Have you ever seen one? Have you ever seen one like that in, like, a locker room? 
You've seen it just balls? <laughs> oh, you've seen micropenis in person? Have you seen a micropenis? Have you seen one, Paige? I have. Me too. <laughs> I haven't in person. You know what? You know what? And that's where I realized there really is a, there really is a limit to this. I told you this before. Because that is safe. That happened to me too, but it wasn't a micropenis. It was just this kind was of probably, like, I don't know. This is probably 10 years ago, but. I did tell but, you this, Chris. It was a. Who you don't know him? I don't even remember much about him, but no. It was a micropenis. I just remember that, and I was like, I don't feel so good. I'm drunk. I gotta go. I'm, I, I fell asleep. <laughs> Thank you, Chris, for your wonderful insight. <laughs> <laughs> We're not cutting it. <laughs> Chris is like, um, it's going away, right? No. no. But seriously, we did invite Paige here, not just yes. because she's a fabulous, fun, sexy, gorgeous entrepreneur with tons of insight. She wants to encourage you to all do your best and just find find your worth and who you are and help you to move on. And she just wrote this incredible book called Leading an Intentional Life. So we wanted to bring her on. We always yes. we always like to get juicy with everybody. But So yeah, before, before we go, though, we just definitely wanted to make sure that everybody knows where to find you. You can come and join your book release party. You can purchase the book and get it signed. Gave away a copy of, of your book to one of our, our keepers. So thank you so much for you for know, that sharing yeah. that if you guys want to get coaching services with Paige got to, how do they get in touch with you and just tell them you heard it on the podcast and you'll give them a special little homie hookup for listening yeah um, you can go to either my websites but it's probably easiest to just go to the book website leading an intentional life.com mm-hmm. and then on your Instagram again can you please share that so they can follow you yeah dharmic path d-h-a-r-m-i-c dot path I love it. Awesome. Thank well, you so much for coming out here. I hope you had fun tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. we look forward to the, the book release party. And it, again, it's Friday, October 18th at the Palazzo, William Carr Gallery. So do they have to buy tickets to that or they just pop down? No, nope, you can up? just pop in. Oh, okay. okay. Um, Perfect. Yeah, I'll have copies at the event. So if someone wants to buy it there, they can. You can get it on Amazon. It's through all of the big retailers, Barnes & Noble. Wow. There's a whole bunch. I'm signed up through Ingram's, so my distributor. So That's what do you- amazing. Any, any kind of advice to anybody who's really had a dream of uh, writing a book? I would say just do it. Expect it to be a lot of work. Expect it to require a team. I will say that, like, I banged it out in six months, which is a very short period of time. That is a very short yeah. period. Um, but I also knew what I was going to do going in. I hired a ghostwriter. I did. I had a team. So I had the ghostwriter, the editor, the proofreader, the publisher, my coach. I had a coach to help me get through the book uh, writing process. And, yeah, it, 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 it takes a team to do anything right. Yeah. So, you know, if you, I spent about 20 grand to get the book out there. Okay. You know, a lot of people are so afraid to make any sort of investment, but the reality is if you want to do anything right, you're going to have to make an investment. Yeah. yeah. You got to invest a little bit. I so. agree. Yep. And you got. And it was worth it because I got it done in six months and I got it done right. I mean, you know, I don't like to actually do the writing. That's why I got a ghostwriter. They're mm-hmm. my principles. It was my words, but she's the one that compiled it and put it into mm-hmm. the format. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, yeah. That's, that's a massive undertaking, by the way. Mm-hmm. So you want to hire that out if you're not good with, you know, uh, InDesign yeah. or <laughs> yeah. <One of> your <laughs> Word. <strengths>. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you have to hire a graphic designer due to the cover. There's a whole bunch of things yeah. that just go yeah. into this. So yeah. so if you're feeling stuck at some part of any kind of business you're trying to do, find somebody that's going to help you balance that yeah. balance that workload out. And if you have to pay somebody to help you, and I've heard this a lot too, maybe you just have to pay somebody to help you get your website started or help you get that first step. You're like, oh, I can't figure out how to do graphic design or I can't, little things that you need to really help push yourself, you know. Yeah. Take that one person and... and 
do what you do Grab. and then outsource the rest. There you go. Outsource. Yeah. Yeah. Outsource the rest. I, I am on a very spiritual journey right now that oh nice that that the world is taking me a, a journey i didn't think i'd be on but you know i just i just i'm coming there. back from a spiritual journey i'm learning to shoot guns and run track <laughs> for you i'm, oh, I'm yeah. on the like i just want to thank the universe and be show my gratitude for everything even the bad parts that have happened 100 yeah. because they're all reflections of you and it's all like it's all like a thing that it's like you know what that happened for a reason and that that is no longer in my life because it was only going to bring me down yeah yeah you know i, I I think so too. I'm, yeah. I'm at a point in my life where I'm done with like the FOMO and having something that I felt was my total identity and just kind of like really b- mm-hmm. being like, maybe I should do this because this is what I'm supposed to do. But now I'm just like, what do I want to do? You know? Yeah. You know, losing well, losing a job and stuff and, and, this year. And the, the subtitle of my book is, you know, unlearn your pain, mm-hmm. rewrite your story and create your dream. Yeah. We're not static. Yeah, it's really up to you. Mm-hmm. What kind of life do you want to have? A lot I of people say I wish a lot. I hate that term because it's mm-hmm. like, don't say I wish. Like, just if you Create really it. want something, do it. Like, take the steps. Like, yeah. like don't be wishing well, about stuff. Is, you know, do it. The universe is always responding to you. People mm-hmm. wait for things to happen so they can respond. It mm-hmm. doesn't work that way. You take the lead and the universe follows. Because the universe is always listening to yes. you. Yeah. Manifest it. Fight it. Do it. Take it. <laughs> Deep throat it. <laughs> Sit on it. Do what you got to do. Take five. Tell someone to hold on so you can take <laughs> five to do you and come right back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Paige, we definitely want to invite you down to the Alternative Babe Show. Yes. Yeah. Our live podcast event. Uh, you're VIP because you're our guest. So, Yay. And I'm sure there'd be people excited to see you there if they've actually heard you and got to know you. Yeah. Crazy fun perspectives on sexy, silly things. Yay. Thank you so much for being here. I Thanks just, for I really having appreciate me. appreciate it. Yeah, we, we loved it. 100%. So. Until next time. Yep, until next time, we say bye. Bye. Girl, that was fun. Yeah, another fun conversation with you. Yes, if you have any feedback, email us feedback at keepingacasualpodcast.com. My Twitter is Bremixed, B-R-E-E-M-I-X-E-D. And I'm at MJ Radio Diva, any social platform. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Keeping It Casual Podcast. You get to see live videos, silly little photos of us. Mm-hmm. All the dumb photos that we talk about. Anything yes. photo-wise we talk about in the episode, it'll be there. We look forward to hearing from you. <laughs> we'll be back with more uh, gossip about nothing and everything. Bye. Bye.